This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. It is time for another edition of The Drop Podcast. And you know who I am. I am your host, Lance Descott. Blues have been playing much better over the last five, six, seven games. Yeah, they've had some mistakes. They should have beat the Islanders in that game, but they played very well against the Capitals. They played pretty dang good against the Flyers. They played pretty good against the Stars Tuesday night. But Jake Allen let in two soft goals, and you can't let those goals in. And then Thursday night, Bennington would get a second win in the NHL. And of course, the Blues are going to start him last night in Dallas. He's got the hot hand. You've got to go with a guy like this until it's a back-to-back game. Or until he tells you he's tired, which I don't think Jordan Bennington's going to tell you that. As I said earlier, the Blues lost to the Stars with Jake Allen, goal 3-1. to one. The story in my mind is the reemergence of Vladimir Tarasenko in this game. He had an awesome game. And he got the Blues on the scoreboard first. Just 34 seconds in, they go up one to nothing on this early goal. And then back at center ice, Schwartz. Good pass in for Tarasenko, cuts in, shoots, he scores! Tarasenko, 34 seconds in, and the Blues take a 1-0 lead. Oh, what a way to start the hockey game with a little cut-in move, and he has been shooting the puck with a lot more frequency and a lot more confidence. This is that classic old stutter-step move of Tarasenko's with that quick release. What a brilliant pass by Jaden Schwartz. The cutback move going to the stick side and an excellent shot. After Schwartz makes a terrific pass. I think that goal kind of lifted a little bit of pressure off of Tarasenko. I know a lot of people have been down on him. A lot of people have been wanting him to be traded. I'm not one of those people that hates the fact the Blues might trade him. That is as long as they get something in return that's going to benefit the team in the long run. I love all the guys on the roster. But in my mind, 99% of them are tradable, but only if it makes the team better. You don't just trade a guy just to be trading. That was a great goal. The Blues took control of this game early in it. Schwartz gets that puck. Perfect pass to Tarasenko. Skates right in front of Bishop. I don't know what Dallas was thinking, just letting a player like him skate in like that. Although he struggled, he's going to score those type of goals. That goal by Tarasenko would be his 13th of the year. Schwartz gets his 15th assist. Pareko gets his fourth assist. And as I said, 34 seconds in, the Blues are up one to nothing. The Blues played very good in this period. Jordan Bennington played well in this period. Both teams had some opportunities. I've been on Pat Maroon a lot this year because he just doesn't look like the same player that I've seen somewhat in the past. I do think, however, some people are expecting this guy to come in and score 30 goals. That's not Pat Maroon. If you take away his most successful year, which McDavid, he averages about seven goals a season. This guy's not a top scorer. He'll put a goal in from time to time. He'll muck it up in front of the net, and he can be physical. That's what type of player he's been. Problem is, we've not been getting that physical play recently, nor any type of scoring. He looks hurt to me. He's never been the fastest guy in the world, but he looks like he's just kind of moping when he skates. I'm thinking maybe his back is hurt. I can't confirm this. But I don't think he's 100% completely healthy. 
But in this instance, he got the Blues a goal. Beautiful tip on a great pass from Sunquist. Where it's grabbed by Bortuzzo. The Blues to center ice in Sunquist. Little pull up play to the net. Backhander, they score! Maroon with a great tip in. And the Blues take a 2 0 lead. What an unbelievable pass. Unbelievable pass by Sunquist on the left-hand side is a right-hand shot. And big Patty Maroon, it's not easy being a veteran of the National Hockey League and being a healthy scratch, but maintaining a good attitude. I spoke at length with Patty Maroon yesterday just about that. And he's keeping his head up, working hard, knowing that if he gets a chance to get in there. Aaron Pang is spot on. It's not easy being a veteran and having to sit out a game. But it's part of the game. You get a little bit older. You run into some struggles. There's younger players coming up trying to take your spot. The team wants to see what they can do. But the good veterans like Pat Maroon, they take it in stride. I know it's killing Pat Maroon to not be having a great year in his hometown of St. Louis. There is nothing more this guy would like to do than get back to having the type of year that he had with Connor McDavid. I know it kills him. But hey, he got a goal and the Blues are up two to nothing on that beautiful pass from Sunquist. It takes great hand-eye coordination to tip that puck in when that puck's coming at you that fast. Pat Maroon gets his fourth goal. Sunquist gets the fifth assist. Bertuzzo gets his fifth assist. Nine minutes, 54 seconds in. The Blues are up two to nothing, and that's the way the first period would end. Shots in this period were even at 10 apiece, but the Blues clearly had better scoring opportunities than Dallas did, and when Dallas did have a scoring opportunity, Jordan Bennington played very well. The second period, we would not see any offense from either team. Both goalies had to make a couple very good saves. The Blues were outshot by one, eight to seven in the second. Moving into the third, all the Blues have to do is continue playing a very similar type of style that they played in this game. Cutting down on mistakes, being strong defensively, and getting some good offensive opportunities. With that being said, though, it would be Dallas that would get the first goal of the third period, and they would be back in this game at two to one. Nice stop by Klingberg to hold. Went across the line, Yanmark in front, redirection, SCORE! On the doorstep, Condro is there with the redirect, and the Stars are within a goal. That'll get them out of their comfort zone. A set play off the icing, terrific knockdown by Klingberg, they rotate around. It's just a, a simple, squirty little wrist shot that's almost blocked by Shannon front. It goes in behind them. There's no coverage on Condra. And with that, they're going to at least ponder challenging this, I would think, as Spezza was in the crease. I'm sure that's a goal that the youngster Jordan Bennington would love to have back. He would probably make that save a lot, even though it was deflected off of somebody and it changed direction. I think it was slow enough to where he feels he probably should have saved that. But the Stars are back in the game at 2-1. to one. Eric Condra gets his first goal. Yanmark gets his 12th assist. Kleinberg gets his 16th assist. Eight minutes, 35 seconds in. Dallas is back in this game. Now, the referees did take a look at this goal to see if there was goalie interference, but it wasn't even close to goalie interference. I don't know why the Blues even challenged this. I guess they figured it's a third period. Let's go ahead and challenge it. Just in case it goes our way, that holds the shutout for Bennington. The Blues in the third period really played great, regardless of this fluke goal going in. They dominated again. This was a full 60-minute game, and Vladimir Tarasenko wasn't done. He would get his second goal of the night, and vintage Vladimir Tarasenko from around the circle. 
and right back of the zone is Petrangelo. Lost it. Sunquist recovers it. Now Perron feeds it into Tarasenko. Shoots. He scores! Tarasenko into the top corner. What a shot! In the net and out, just like that. Holy jumping, what a shot! Over the blocker, inside the bar, and in. Back to the world-class shooting from Tarasenko. Entry into the zone. A little bit of speed. Sunquist did an excellent job. Moves the puck back to the point. Right to Tarasenko, and boy, one flick of the wrist. And it's in the net. That's what we've seen for so many years here in St. Louis. Beautiful goal by Tarasenko. And like I said, it reminded me of 70% of his goals he scored in the NHL. Getting the pass from around the circle or skating into the circle, letting that puck fly glove side a lot, sometimes stick side, puts it past Bishop for his 14th goal of the year, second of the game. Perron gets his 17th assist. Sunquist, who played just great. Taking full advantage of the opportunity the Blues have given him, gets his sixth assist, 12 minutes, 38 seconds in, power play goal, Vladimir Tarasenko. Dallas stepped it up a little bit towards the end of the third period, and they would get a great opportunity very late in the waning seconds of this third period, and Jordan Bennington really made a great save. Klingberg to Radulov, dusted off, a shot, save, another shot, Bennington got over with his right pad. And a terrific play on Tyler Sagan, who had two goals the last time these two teams played. A huge save by Bennington, and a few seconds later, the horn sounded, and the Blues had won their second game in a row, and made up a little bit for that loss against the Stars at home recently. Stats of the game look like this. Shots on goal 28-22 to in favor of the Blues. Faceoff percentage 51% to 49% in favor of the Blues. The Blues were 1 for 2 on the power play. Dallas was 0 for 1. The Stars were a little more physical than the Blues. They outhit the Blues 26 to 15. Blocks were even at 13. Let's finish things up. We'll go ahead and get to the post game interviews. We're going to hear from Alex Petrangelo, Jordan Bennington, and of course Vladimir Tarasenko, who had two goals. And then we're going to finish the interviews up with Coach Craig Berube. Uh, from the defensive side of the game, we're going to have to be good in our end and let the forwards do most of the work, which they did. Scored on their opportunities. It's nice to get up early, too, against a team on the road. So everybody played well. Benner played well again. How much, uh, you know, you play a lot of games, but playing the team and lo losing at home, how, how, was that a motivational uh, force at all? We thought we did a lot of good things against them. I think we had about 36 or 37 shots when we played against them. So... We had to do more of the same. I don't know how many we had tonight, but we tried to get as many as we can early to kind of back them off. Is the uh, young goalie giving you guys a bit of a spark? He's making a lot of saves, making the saves uh, at big times there and penalty kill and odd man rushes. So we're, uh, we're trying to do our best to limit those second opportunities in front of him as well. Are you surprised at his level of play? Uh, yeah, I mean, I never played with him really until he came up here, but uh, I know it's been a long road for him. He's been up here too for a little while, and he's earned the right to, uh, to be up here, and he's, he's playing great. You got you got some uh, some guys hurt up front. Uh, so for a guy like Tarasenko, one of your veterans to step forward, that's obviously got to be pretty. Yeah, important. you're gonna need guys to step up. Uh, you know, last game was Sunny. This game was Vladdy. Um, again, it's not easy when you're down as many guys as we are, but I think everyone's playing responsible. At least on the back end, we know that we got to make sure we're limiting opportunities uh, when you miss as many guys as we are. But um, it's been a collective effort here this last couple games and showing. Craig, uh, the chief said uh, it was important to get off to a to team wanted to get off to a good start as a team. How how huge was that uh, that early Tarasenko? 
Yeah, that, that's important. Um, that's two games in a row. We had a couple of goals in the first period, and that, that helps everyone. We feed off that. And uh, from there on, we just play our game, keep it simple, and keep it rolling. And uh, the boys did a great job tonight. It was uh, got a little little exciting there at the finish. Can you can you t tell us what you saw in that Sagan uh, save there late? Uh, uh, kind of a desperation play, right? Um, kind of an alteration play, and you had to just react uh, as best you could. And lucky you got a toe on it, and the boys got it out. And game uh, finished shortly after. Your, uh, the one goal they got, you, you looked like you almost got your, your, your toe on that too, right? Yeah, um, it was a good, good goal, you know. On the uh, shot by Spetson that hit the crossbar, what did that sound like to you? Uh, yeah, I think it, uh, yeah, it sounded like a post, you know, but uh, I think it ricocheted off a guy's stick and um, luckily for me it didn't go in the net. It came through your legs then? Yeah. yeah. How big was Vladdy's goal to go up 3-1 there? Yeah, that was huge. Um, it's a big time by, big play by a big player, right? Um, and uh, he's an elite guy with an elite shot, and that was an important time for us to get a goal. Eye on, on both your uh, your goals, is that something that you, you, you saw and, and uh, figured might might be effective tonight? No, that's when you're trying to shoot everywhere and it doesn't go in, you just try to maybe shoot a little bit different. And, uh, you know, it's... It's good to finally go in, but you know we need, we need to keep working harder, and me too, and you know keep it going. We know how proud you are. You've said before, you know, you're you're, you're here to score goals. Is this I don't know a sense of relief to knock two two huge goals in and, and a key win for you guys? No, there's way more goals to relief left, and uh, you know we have a really tough start, but I feel like now we all play better, and uh, you know I think hard work pays off, and. Oh, that's a good thing. It's it's confidence and it's uh, you know good mood to the game. Uh, Chief told us, Bay Ruby, before uh, the game that a good uh, a quick start he he really wanted to get. How huge do you think it was to get off to that that early lead? Yeah, we know they play really well at home, and uh, that was our goal to get a good start. And it's always nice when you score, you know, right away, and especially first shift, you know, give you more positive emotions and give you the advantage right away on the road and. Uh, you know, we have a really tough road trip, and then we lose them a couple games ago at our building. So, you know, we want to fight it back. And their team, we need to catch in the stands. So it's a really big game for us and big win. Yeah, we're ready to go. Um, big goal right away, you know. Uh, great shot by uh, Vladdy. Guys, but guys um, had good jump right away. And, uh, you know, we, we were on our toes. We knew we had to be here. They're, they're a good team at home. So guys did a good job. Three games now for Bennington as a starter. Has he surprised you at all? Uh, no, I mean, <clears throat> look, he's he's played really well in American Hockey League this year. Um, so, you know, he's just, you know, he's feeding off that, and he's a confident goalie. And uh, like again, he's he's confident and he's aggressive, and he look, you know, he looks pretty calm and cool in there. What about the team's overall game? You guys seem very sound in your own end, yeah. neutral zone, well, checking. You know, guys are checking, you know, and that's, you know, we, we use the term defense to offense a lot. And um, when we're doing a good job and checking and, and skating and, and doing all the little things like that, we, we do, we get chances the other way. And we, cap, we capitalize on our chances tonight. Maroon's had a, obviously a tough goal this year. It's, you're probably happy, glad to see him uh, get that yeah. one, huh? Uh, Patty, Patty worked really hard tonight, uh, skated well, and was rewarded with a goal from hard work.
do you come in? Do you, do you, you know, these guys are pros, but since, uh, you know, you lost them just four days ago, does that feed into it? Does that maybe motivate the players a little bit uh, coming out here tonight? Or? I don't know if it's, you know, motivation. We, we know we're in, you know, I guess I hate the word desperate times, but we've got to win games, and they know that. They know the situation we're in, and uh, this is a big game. They're in our division. We're trying to catch them, so they they came out and played a played a heck of a game. Things got a little tense after it was two to one. Uh, uh, looked like you guys stayed calm, and, and obviously another big goal by Vladdy. Yeah, um, I thought that the next shift after that was a good shift. Um, so that that helps, you know, get some momentum back when we got the power play and, and uh, Vladdy capitalized on it. Big goal. I like your special teams tonight. Yeah, they thought they were really good. Uh, it wasn't a lot of them, but we got a power play going. We didn't give any up. Ending those interviews, Craig Berube said, we got a power play goal and we didn't give any up. Special teams are huge for the Blues. When this team scores power play goals, their odds of winning goes way up, and that's the way it is for every team. Their power play has been very suspect this year. I think it's. 18th in the league, somewhere between 16th and 18th, and their penalty kill is about the same. So, so far this year, they've got an average penalty kill and about an average power play. It needs to be better than that if they really want to continue to compete and win games. I definitely agree with Coach Berube and Alex Petrangelo. Bennington's been very, very good. But I've noticed this team, when it's not Jake Allen, they have more confidence. And I fully understand that. When your goalie lets in a soft goal and you can tell it gets to him and he's not confident and he has that look on his face that, oh my God, I can't believe this already started. I've already let up one goal. What's going to be next? Sorry, Jake, a lot of times you have that look on your face and your team will feed off of that. I have not seen that look on Jordan Bennington's face. Not saying it won't happen, but Bennington has an air of confidence about him. He's very calm and confident, which is what you need as a team. Even when you're playing bad and your goalie is saving you and you look back at him and you can just see he's saying to the rest of the players, I know this isn't your game tonight, guys. Let's try to get this win. I'm going to do what I can to get us the win. You can count on me. Now let's go get it. And that's the way Jordan Bennington has played. The guy has been great. I hope he can continue it. Jake will get to play again probably on a back-to-back -back game, or maybe on a game where Bennington hasn't played very well in the game before. But until something like that happens, Bennington should be your goaltender. I want to thank everybody for joining me. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, and let's go Blues! Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.